Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest. His name is John Brisson, B-R-I-S-S-O-N. He operates. We've read the documents. Definitely check out his research. We've done tons of shows together. He reached out to me and uh, kind of wanted to follow up on stuff that I've already done and to talk about the plan and the externalization of hierarchy by Alice Bailey, something that I've wanted to read through, which I did today. And also uh, Marina Abramovich's brother, who I kind of did some research on, but we were talking the pre-show. I didn't know how out there he was, but John can talk more about that. So John Brisson, welcome back to the show. It's a pleasure to be one of the great researchers of all time and fellow brother in Christ, William Ramsey. Um, I listen to your show often, love the interviews and work that you do. Um, and I'm definitely glad. I mean, we just a follow-up show, a show that we did discussing uh, the World Future Society and Alice Bailey previous beforehand. Um, and this is, I mean, you know, more, you know, more knowledge and information comes the more that you research something and the more that you refine previous views that you've had earlier, uh, which we've all have done throughout our, you know, our research careers. And, um, you know, it, it's interesting now with the, seeing all the chaos that's going on all around the world right now and entering into this new election uh, 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 cycle. Um, it, it shouldn't surprise anybody that, you know, when Alice Bailey, among others, says, you know, 2025 is the year the externalization of the hierarchy happens, then I guess we're going to find out uh, uh quick enough so we are getting uh, the quickening is supposedly happening we did a show about barbara marks hubbard too mm -hmm. so all this kind of themes flow into each other the real question are are people really thinking this way i think that that's kind of an important thing maybe if you're from a christian background or things like that but the reality is is my research in the un and the meditation room follows into all of this stuff so deeply that they're clearly thinking about the externalization in this different Christ and different the Maitreya and all this Benjamin Frame, there definitely are believers with resources who believe in this this kind of change in the world. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Oh, one hundred percent me either. Um, I myself as a former New Ager who just thought that Bailey and Blavatsky and Pike got things wrong and I was right. Um, how uh, uh, out of my mind and subjectivism I was. Uh, and of course, you know, I'm a born again Christian now, but to see um to see it, you know just the externalization of the hierarchy and we're going to discuss we're going to talk about a few terms and try to you know dig into them externalization of the hierarchy is one or phrases should i say not necessarily terms another is the great invocation another is the great awakening another is the plan um you'll see uh these terms um go through uh ever since blavatsky uh and in kind of like the foundations of theosophy and i'm drilling back further to see actually how far back these terms go um, but you'll see, you know, throughout at least the past roughly 140 odd, maybe 60 odd years, um, you'll see uh, uh, these terms continue to go forth of whether it's Blavatsky or Manly P. Hall or Alice Bailey with the Lucius Trust, obviously, and you've talked about it and done, you know, good, you know, great work into, you know, her connections to the United Nations, which you have Robert Mueller, Undersecretary of the United Nations, also talking about these things too as well. Um, and then, you know, you have Barbara Marks Hubbard, and then you have people like David Icke. Um, you have even Alex Jones referencing the plan often. You have in the QAnon operation the reference of trust the plan. Um, and it all just, you know, it, it's still continuing, you know. And so, you know, a lot of people ask, okay, so what is the plan? Um, what is externalization of the hierarchy? What is the great invocation? Um, and, um, and, you know, and so, and what is the great awakening? So mostly all of these um people when they write about these terms or they use these terms they mostly use it about the, the same there might be a few deviations here and there and a lot of them is is something that you've discussed at length and we did in previous episodes that they you know they claim and i believe it to be true that they become you know possessed by demons they don't call them demons they call them ascended masters um and they start automatic writing right where the demons take over their bodies and they start writing things down that the demons are giving them Okay, and so, you know, uh, you'll hear Alice Bailey or Barbara Marks Hubbard talk about the Tibetan, um, which the Tibetan also goes by the same name. Uh, they claim the seventh ray, uh, which is uh, St. Germain. Um, and so, the, you know, they'll still, they'll, they'll, you know, so you'll have um, 
and truth vibrations, David Icke saying that he was taken over by the Tibetan, uh, that he was taken. And that's why you always see David Icke wearing uh, purple or blue, because those are the colors of St. Germain. Those are the colors of the seventh ray. OK. And so, um, you know, he's so mentioned he Rikorsky, he's, too. Mm -hmm. Rikorsky Rikorsky is one another of the... name for St. Germain, another okay, name right. for the Tibetan. Okay. Um, and so they all they all mention that singular um, demon. Um, now, I don't necessarily think that one is Satan. I think another one they call Sanat, Sanat uh, Kumra is Satan, which Alice Bailey also uh, references um, Sanat Kumra and the other, you know, new age, elite New Agers do too as well um, uh, throughout the writings. Um, and so when they're when they're they're being possessed by these demons and they're automatic writing and they're channeling and they're doing all these demand demonic arts that, you know, God of the Bible uh, warns us of and commands us not to do, not to do witchcraft. Okay. Not to do divination. Okay. Um, they start all saying these unified terms. And so a lot of people will, will ask, okay, so what do these things mean? You know, John and William will ask us this. And so if you read externalization of the hierarchy, my understanding from reading it and from, you know, reading a lot of the works of all these occultists and new agers is that it is the, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to kind of transpose it to what I believe what it really is, is what, you know, God's word says in the Holy Bible of what it is. Okay. And so they claim that there's two forces. There's a dark cabal and a light cabal. Okay. And that the dark cabal has forced, you know, during this time period of the light cabal to disappear and to go underground. Okay. And so that it can, through the world servers, as Alice Bailey mentions, train up new agers and light workers to kind of initiate um, the society through the great invocation. Okay. And we're going to read some from the great invocation in a minute. Okay. To kind of prep them for the emergence of the light cabal. Okay. This, you know, elite, elite that um, is in league with the synod masters or the demons, but the good ones, they say the Christ, not Jesus Christ of the Bible, the Messiah, okay, but the Christ, which is a demon, okay, or Buddha or the Maitreya or Sanat Kamra or the Tibetan or whomever, okay, and in doing so, they're going to initiate the world, okay, into a new world order and through a process called the Great Awakening. Okay, and so the circulation of hierarchy is when the old wood order and all its crimes of the dark cabal are laid bare to the world, and the good, you know, what they call, you know, the light, the light workers, the or Lords the light, light side, or the white the hats. Of light. Yeah. Yes, yes. Light. It's really shocking how this overlaps with the Q phenomenon. I oh, so much. Really, yeah, you keyed into it way before I did, but I was like, you can't oh, separate it. You can't yeah. separate it. Um, and, and so they decloak and they show themselves to the world and then they take over the world and initiate and enter the world into a new world order. Okay. And so, you know, there, so the great invocation, another name for it's the great work. Okay. And another work for it is the plan. And so the plan is what they are doing, what they are initiating to make this conversion happen. So that what they call the hierarchy, which are the light workers, but they, you know, they're, they're in the background right now, supposedly. Okay. You know, doing good things for the world, which you and I, William, and hopefully any Christian out there would be like, well, no, they're not. <laughs> After we discuss who they are. Okay. And who they serve, they serve Satan, they serve Lucifer. Okay. But, you know, they claim that they're in the background fighting against this dark cabal. But they're but they're doing things so that that, that they in our it's so for us for humanity okay so that eventually they can emerge with the ascended masters with aliens okay and they can overthrow this dark cabal that has us in chains and so that they can grant us um, liberty not freedom because Jesus Christ frees us but liberty which liberty comes from Lucifer. So that we can live in a love and life utopia, which is very similar to Alistair Crowley's Do What Thou Wilt. Okay. And, you know, I got some quotes to back up all this from the externalization of the R hierarchy from Alice Bailey. But if you read it, you know, she plainly states these things. Okay. Like it's, it, it's as blatant as it possibly can be. And, you know, everybody in the conspiracy movement, 
and me and my friend, you know, and we, our friend Billy Ray Valentine, we talk about this all the time, you know, like in conspiracy, we're all told that this is a good thing. We're all told that the externalization of the hierarchy and the great awakening to the plan is a good thing. You know, that finally, you know, these people behind the scenes, these white hats, this light cabal, okay, will be able to free the shackles from the oppressive current world order that we're in. And they're going to bring us into a utopian enlightenment era of love and light. Right. right. It's amazing. It's really laid out, too. And like the the uh, the white gods or whatever they call them, the hierarchy is getting closer and we've got to work to get this done. Like you just see this kind of like desire for acceleration in this. And she, for yes. people who don't know, the externalization of the hierarchy was a series of independent articles put together in the 30s by Alice Bailey. So it's kind of like you see some overlapping themes and it starts with the great invocation, like you said. And I also have I also have this guy Mueller too. I have a lot of his statements here. Maybe I can read a couple in a second, but like he had his own school. The underlying philosophy of, upon which the Robert Mueller school is based upon will be found in the teaching set forth in the books of Alice A. Bailey. The school is now certified as the United Nations Associated School, providing education for international cooperation and peace. That's his world core curriculum. So gotta watch out for that world core core anything, but very much um, so. Do you want to? Do you have a copy of the Great Invocation? Maybe we can let people know. Uh, yeah. Um, yes. Let me get it up. I do have a copy of it. Um, but they, they also. also oh yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say real quick. They also um, one thing that they've done is no one really talks about the United Nations anymore. Really, make really should make you think. While all of a sudden we concentrate on the World Economic Forum which is the Great Reset, which is the, in the Bible, the heartlet, the current world order system, but not discuss the World Future Society, which is the BEES's, um, you know, replacement for the World Economic Forum, okay? And Klaus Schwab's mentor was World Future Society member Herman Kahn. Right, right, yeah. Herman Kahn. And Kissinger recruited him, too. So these two guys are like, you got depopulation, and kind of, well, you know, New World Order philosopher types, intelligent guys. It's hard to believe Kissinger's still around. Like he's involved yeah. in Ukraine too. So, I guess if I guess if you're evil, uh, you, I guess to say the good die young. Huh? Well, they, I mean, <laughs> the the organs that they're trafficking trafficking go somewhere, right? Yeah. Like they're not going into a void. They're going. He looks like he's on his like seventh liver or something, man. Must That's be the so demons cool. keep him alive. Him and Cheney with the mechanical heart, right? Yeah. I mean, really? no... Yeah. The good die young, man. These these old bastards stick around forever. That is true. Um, so, so with the great yeah, education... Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that people forget the United Nations. Very important. These yeah. guys are always saying United Nations, blah, blah, blah. Even Bush, his famous speech, September 11, 1990. You know, United Nations, founders, these whole themes. His That speech also has that Alice Bailey vibe. It totally does. The, 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 the um, points of light, a thousand points of light, um, and, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it uh, one day I'd love to be able to play, um, on a show we do together, Barbara Marks Hubbard United Nations speech, which Solutions Trust publishes on their website, her speech to the United Nations and praises it. Okay. I mean, these, I mean, anybody who's listening out there, you should really wonder why major voices in alternative media, like Alex Jones, just kind of stopped talking about the United Nations and now just talks about the plan all the time. Right. Really make you think. Um, yeah. So, you know, the yeah. great. And send, and he also, he also demands people send him money all the time too. Well, so. they're true. Yes. Uh, and so, but, but I mean, the fight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the great invocation. So I'm not going to read it all. Uh, Cause it is just, completely just it's a satanic prayer okay it, it is but there is a very important part in it that i do want to read which is from the center which which we call the race of men so we have a humanist perspective there okay let the the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells let love and light and power restore the plan on earth 
And so supposedly this Gnostic uh, satanic prayer that they claim is from the point of light within the mind of God, okay, which I would say it's actually within the so-called angel of light, Lucifer's mind, okay? Um, but, you know, they... They 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 claim that you know they kind of use this as a mantra. All the light workers do, as a way to bring the plan to fruition. Um, and you have something that I also have saved. I don't think I ever talked before about it when we did interviews in the past. But Barbara Marks Hubbard, um, in her um, uh, book, uh, the Conscious Evolution. Um, and I want to try to find it real quick. She states um, that um, she um, that she uh, you know pretty much backs Alice Bailey. Um, that she uh, had to find it. Um, I'll have to search for it real quick. But she pretty much agrees with the uh, the invocation, the Great Invocation, um, and that she um, agrees with Alice Bailey, and that she actually gives a great invocation in her book and believes that, you know, her among others will be who bring the plan into fruition. Um, and so, you know, look, if someone as elite as her, I mean, her family financed the bushes. Okay. So just think about that for a moment. All right. Yeah, this good. isn't just them just, you know, she's a wackadoodle. Okay, when Jonas Salk, the creator of the polio vaccine, so-called creator of the polio vaccine, literally says that Barbara Marks Hubbard did more to advance his vision of the world than he even did. And she funded the Salk Institute, okay, and helped it be found, you know, okay. You know, that should really make you think that this woman isn't just some crazy wackadoo saying all these crazy wackadoo things. She's an elite of the elite that very few people have really talked about. All right. And so, like, when she's saying these things, she believes them. When she says the elite are the pale horse rider, and, and, and I, I mean, you know, thanks to John Kleezak, um, you know, we were able to get hold of the manuscript for you know her her book on the revelation were confirms that she really did write these things whether she says that she does not mean them she wrote them and was selling them before it became the full published book for many years okay where she's saying that the elite are the pale horse riders of death and revelation and that they will call one fourth of humanity that choose not to ascend and oh don't worry about everybody up out there okay and i believe that they're talking about christians specifically whom they're going to kill okay in the end times okay your blood's not on your, your you know their blood is not on your hands it's the elite that did it and they did it because god commands them to do so he selects they destroy What's their God, Satan, they're listening to? Not the God of the Bible, that's for sure. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, it's a totally different God. All their terminology sounds kind of Christianist or something like within it, but it's all super deceptive. Like the, all of their terms are fake and sinister and male like malevolent. They like literally do things against the Bible too. If people think these people are Christians, like they were trying to train psychics and sensitives or empaths or something like that for clear clairvoyant and clear audience powers like that's written in the externalization of the hierarchy yeah that's like wild and that's like what gets gives the meditation room to me a greater understanding like that meditation room is what these satanist luciferians are doing that's why the meditation room is in there with the you know black stone or black cube and the weird I think somebody took apart that like modern art piece that's in there and like it's full of 33s and numerology and stuff like that. That um, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. That doesn't so surprise me at all. I remember um, uh, it was William Cooper did a sh whole show on that. I think one, one of his things. Yeah. But yeah, so these guys are real. I mean, that's the whole thing is like they come across in like that, that creepy Luciferian sinister thing where, you know, as, as opposed to maybe somebody from the Church of Satan. He's almost like a cartoonish Satanist. Like these are smart people. Like the, she's doing a lot of thinking. A former Christian too. I think she was brought up. Her dad was a minister. But um, yeah, visioning the plan. Like that was another mm -hmm. theme that mm -hmm. was in this book. So they're going to vision it for a closer relationship between humanity and the hierarchy. So like when they say the plan and the Great Awakening and the Q, 
Like people need to get out of there and go go on a like a religious cleanse for a week or something like that. Like, I mean, anybody were... should get out of there, but if you're a Christian, you definitely should not be messing with this. I mean, it, I mean, it's it is straight Luciferianism. It straight yeah. is, yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's it's satanic to the core. And yeah, I mean, when you think when most people think of Satanists, they think of the in your face, you know, um, Church of Satan. You know, like um, kind of like Satan presenting himself as the stereotypical, you know, red skin, cloven hoofed, pitchfork devil of hell. Right. When we know the Bible says that Satan appears as an angel of light. And that's what the other side is, which is way more occultic, in my opinion, way more sneaky, in my opinion. And and it, they, they they use the term they use Christianese, like you mentioned earlier. Barbara's Hubbard completely uses Christianese. Okay, so does Alice Bailey. They are not Christians. They do not believe that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. Okay, and and they 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 talk. They use love. They use words like love and light and love and and you know when you when you when you read them, you're like, oh yeah, you're, you're talking about you know harmony and ending racism and like Alice Bailey's writing about the internalizational hierarchy. But then again, she's also saying stuff like, let me, like, let me pull it up here. She's saying, she says, um, when she starts talking about the new world order, um, she starts talking about, um, what, what they're going to do as far as bringing the plan of fruition. And, and she starts talking about how, um, a person can't be, You'll see it a lot. A person can't hold a religious of religious structure, especially Christianity, or a person can't, you know, uh, identify themselves as a citizen of the nation that they live in, or you know, uh, you know, uh, mention their heritage at all. Uh, you know, so you have kind of like this breakdown of, of moving people into a one world religion and a one world government based off of that. Uh, and she it literally says at one part. Uh, about how they're going to bring it to fruition, which we know is a, a plan of the um, United Nations, is disarmament. She says it's realization of the hierarchy. Wow, incredible! So, like when they're when these people are screaming disarmament, there's a variety of different meanings behind it, right? Like some of these yes. people are probably stone cold Luciferians. Yeah, Did yeah. You, the, and the ten point charter has all been verified, right? Uh, by Alice Bailey. By what she said, yes, but I've never been able to find her directly give it to the United Nations in an address, and I've looked. Gotcha. I mean, practically in her work, she says it, but I've never found where she addressed the United Nations specifically with those points, no. I I think it's been validated, though, that she she did write it somewhere because... I'd love to see it. I've tried to track it down, but I could not find it myself. I found people talking about it in PDFs, but when I try to track track it down to the original uh, source for, it, I could never find it. Right, there's no original source. See, it's all over the internet, but it's not. There's no like, she wrote about it right here. You know, like this. They claim really they claim she speaks to the United Nations when she gives it. Right, uh, that it was a speech to the United Nations. Now, granted, if you look at the ten point plan and you look at her body of work, then yeah, it 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 fits, but. I can't find where she's act- like she actually gave that speech and she has talked right. to the United Nations. We know that to be true uh, probably many times. So is Barbara Marks Hubbard. But the thing is, is I can't get where she's directly ever said it though. Right. Yeah. You just hear it bandied about. Like I couldn't I mean, find I, it either. I, I, if anybody can ever find it, definitely, um, uh, send it to me. You know, we've read the documents at uh, protonmail.com, but I, I've, ne- I've, ne- I've never seen it. Um, and so here she goes eliminate prejudice, national pride, and religious antipathies out of your consciousness. Well, then I looked up antipathies because I was like, well, wait a minute. She's kind of saying the inverse there. And so when you look it up, it says um, aversion. So she says eliminate prejudice, national pride, and religious aversion um, out of your consciousness. And I'm like, so eliminate aversion to prejudice 
eliminate version to national pride and she she talks a lot and, uh, 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 you know eliminate aversionist to religious like you think she would say the opposite because the whole entire time industrialization of the hierarchy she's just talking about love and light and 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 no nation states and 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 you know being against racism when we know that helena bravatsky was a racist uh, I mean, it was steeped in theosophy. I mean, look, Adolf Hitler got, uh, you know, some of his, you know, the, some of his uh, ideology. It's like a foundation of his ideology. It's in the externalization, externalization of the hierarchy. It's there. The yeah. Aryan, she mentions the Aryans, the races, the lesser races. So in one part of her mouth, she's like, oh, don't be racist. But the other part of her mouth, she, 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 she it's like she's contradicts herself during the whole time, the whole entire thing. And then, you know, she starts talking about um, uh, another thing that she starts talking about is she goes, uh, oh, she hates anybody who seeks peace. Anybody who doesn't like war and anybody who seeks peace like a Christian would. Right. Who truly is, re you know, reading the Bible, you know, they they she despises like there's so much venom coming out of this this lady because she's like the externalization of the hierarchy will never happen if 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 you have people that aren't willing to fight but she says not for the nation state in one side of her mouth but the other side she says fight for the nation state okay and then and then but but the one thing i noticed is she never changed in was her hatred for anyone who believes in peace. Anyone who's anti-war, there's not one time I could find in the externalization of hierarchy where she's like, oh, they're okay. They're, she's like, they sit on the fence. They're, they're worthless. They're useless. You know, and I'm like, wow, she seems to be very passionate about hating anybody who, you know, loves your neighbor <laughs> as yourself, but she's supposed to be the love and light lady. Like, what is what is going on here? Um, right. Here's, you know, here's a, where she mentions Arian. I took a quote from this. It says, the keynote of this effort to eliminate world glamour was sounded by Christ when he said, following the example of Hermes, who initiated the process of enlightenment for our race, the Arian, I am the light of the world. So there they go. It's like the old, like, Christ is an exemplar of these old ancient gods. And Hermes was, I think, the messenger of the gods. So that's the way they put the Christ in that context. Exactly. Not the, not the son of God. Yeah. So it's No, not at all. And it's steeped in racism too, but and Bavat and Bailey even says that she got, um, you know, her material. She she praises Blavatsky in it, an externalization of the hierarchy. Um, and there's one part where she discussed something I found very interesting with the QAnon operation going on. She goes, the recognition that through though the German people weakly acquiesce in the rule of Hitler, they're basically the victims of an organized deception. Since 1914, they have only been told lies by their government. The future New World Order will integrate an era of truthful propaganda and national and international information. Yeah, crazy. Here's another quote. This is like almost like Nazism. They're overseeing or ushering in the New Age and are present at the birth pangs of the new civilization and the coming into manifestation of a new race, a new culture, in a new world outlook. So it's like the Nazis were like full on, like the master race. They were ama amazing culture fighters. Like Nazism did not tolerate alternate views. Like you get thrown into no. death camp. Yeah. And I think that that's the way these guys are. And she had like a four point plan. The point reached by humanity itself, the emergence of the new racial type. And it's interesting. Like I've done a lot of reading in this kind of neo-Nazism and the O9A. And this is all their ideas, the old kind of homo cuberiati or homo boredom or whatever to homo galacticus or whatever name they have for them. These occultists love the idea of evolution and kind of a full new kind of new man or great man. or That we could control it, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, Barbara Stark Hubbard uses the term homo universalis. Um, and, and, you know... Um, uh, something that I found out was was the Theosophists too. They believe that um, the unknowable God, which is very akin to Gnosticism um, uh, or Gnostic thought, is in the center of the universe contains a black hole, and the unknowable God is within that black hole, and 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 the unknowable God emanates a single ray to the sun which then splits it off into seven rays. That's how you get the seven full ray. And the seventh ray, you know, represents St. Germain. 
and doing so that's how one gets their power okay which is extremely occultic when you think about it that the nazis used the black sun uh you know and you also see the order of the nine angles doing something very similar yeah. uh and or so it's the like, azov battalion right ukrainian exactly so where are they borrowing this from are they borrowing this from the theosophists of the you know 18 and 19 you know 1900s like what, what's going on here i think so i think so uh, and, and david ike even says that's where he gets his power wow wow, wow. gosh he's like part of the truth movement or the alternate media I mean, it's incredible. Like their hats, there. Uh, he and Jones are suspect. Man. And sorry. Chris White did an excellent documentary breaking it down for two hours. Anybody can go and watch it, ex exposing David Icke and David Icke's own words and him saying these very his things. His books, his early books. All Chris White has done such a stellar job. Like just listening through his stuff was probably one of the most valuable things I've done as a Christian in this modern, other than reading the gospels, obviously in the Bible, but mm -hmm. like he was so clear headed and just lays it out. Like I've listened to so many of those early shows he did. It's a shame. I think he just quit. Cause he said, I looked into too much stuff. But no, like, he's still he's still yeah. putting out he, stuff. He no, he recently it. did a, a series on um why uh, Jerusalem is the heartlet in the Bible, um. So oh, wow. he's still doing work. Um. He's just not refuting the new age like he did previously in the past. Um. Yeah. And, and I should put so, a link to his stuff. Like I don't know where his oh, old yeah. stuff was, but I'll, I'll track on, I'll track it down and find it for you. Yeah, please do. Uh, that the one on Ike everybody should just listen to because it's something else in one of his books too, one of his early books and like he's disguised it. I think. People kind of keyed into it. Truth vibrations. Like, yeah. Thank you. But in his most recent work now, I have a, I have a, actually an interview that he did with a Great Awakening person where he says, no, 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 all that was true. The plan and the Great Awakening are happening and everything I said in truth vibrations is coming to pass. So he does not deny it at all. Wow. Okay. Uh, he embraces it. He even did a series with Gaia TV where he's embracing it. David Icke hasn't changed. He there's been times where he, you know, he he's like one of his books, he's exposing Alice Bailey and the serialization of the hierarchy and the plan uh during the late 90s, early 2000s. But the thing is, is he still pushes it, he still believes in it. He's still put I mean, he's not, he's he can't can't fool me. And he can't fool you, and he shouldn't fool anybody listening. All right. And so his newest book um the dream he's literally talking about i got the first chapter i read it um where he's discussing getting downloads uh, equivalent to when in truth vibrations he was channeling the same demon that alice bailey did which was rikorsky which is saint germain the seventh ray okay and it's the same demon that elizabeth Clare prophet i forgot to mention her she was also channeling oh. too oh, all right that's right that's right and, and michael that's flint great connection yeah and said the prayer to the seven full rays oh, right you know wow. uh and so you know that's and so amazing. they're all channeling the same demon uh, which I believe I don't know who it is, but it's definitely a, probably a high-ranking demon in some 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 regard. Um, but um, you know, but he's in the new book. He's saying, "Well, I was laying in bed and I got a download, and I had a religious experience very similar, maybe greater." Than communicating with Rakorsky at Truth Vibrations. So okay? he says that in the new book. This in most the new book, book, yeah. Wow. And now so he is pushing and believing that you know the the, the that uh, reality is the matrix, like a matrix construct. Uh, we live in a game of the Sims. That's what his new book, The Dream, is about. Is like you know, and then and how it's all reality is just fake. You know, I used to believe that as a Gnostic. You know, this is simulation. It's not true. But isn't that that that's the idea is that it's fake and we have to go to this new reality, right? Isn't that yep. probably the basics of his thing? It's like, hey guys, we got to go to this new age. This one's fake. That's probably why he says that. It, it, I mean, wow. but he, he hasn't changed. You, you can't, you know, this. You can't change spots on a leopard. He's the same person, you know. And, and a lot of people get fooled because you know, the, you know, they're like they listen to him and think that he's he's exposing the elite. But he's only exposing one side. He's only exposing the heartland. He's only exposing the old, the current world order. He's not exposing the new world order. And even when he did, when he wrote a few passages to denounce Bailey in the externalization of the hierarchy of the United Nations, well, he still continued the plan today with everything that he does and he still wears purple and blue to match the seventh ray and almost everything you ever see him so i, I mean yeah he, he he didn't he's has not exposed them as much as casas combi or us or john cleezak 
or you know, I, I, uh, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, uh, Tex Mars, but I'm thinking about the other guy. Um, that was a board, Warren B. Smith. Um, you know, and I'm not oh, forgetting anybody who's exposed these new agers, uh, Chris White. Um, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting anybody, anybody else's name, but like he literally only did like a pair, a page at most, and he still yoked up with them and still is, you know, channeling demons and full of demons to this day. So, I mean, yeah, and you notice like he wears those weird clothes, he just has like, what are these off colors? Why are you always wearing purple? You know, it's like. It's a strange kind of off color. It's odd, but yeah. And, it, and he says it's because he's getting the power of the seventh ray. Makes perfect sense. So he's one. He's one of these types. It's one of these externalization of the hierarchy types. And now, well, the other a parallel to Nazism and neo-Nazism is they're always looking back to Lemuria and Atlantis, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. these other cultures, and that whole notion of the Toten, not the Totenkopf, it's the Sonnenrod, right? The black sun. So even the mythology of Atlantis, where there were the workers of light and then the darkness, black sun generators, that's playing out in modern Nazi history. Like it's uh, Nazi ideology. It's very important. I mean, World War II, how many people died? 60, 70 million. So that concept of this evil generative force for change and bringing in new age and stuff like that. I think it's still around. I think you're just seeing it. Uh, Kind of a different light in the modern light. We may Very see much more so. of it in 2025. I mean, well, yeah, it looks like yeah. it. Uh, you know, yeah. I she she talked. I'm gonna read the quotes from that. Now, I want to look up the seventh ray real quick. So, the seventh ray represents organization and ritual, or ceremonial organization, or ceremonial magic or order. Okay, its expression is radioactivity because they all worship radioactivity and mRNA and DNA, and it's a weird scientism, but they all do. Um, and uh, the colors are indigo or 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 blue, okay. And um, the wisdom master is Rikorsky or Saint Germain, okay. And they they claim it, the gift of the Holy Spirit that comes with it, which is which is madness, is prophecy and the working of miracles. So when you know they're all divining in the seventh ray, you know when when um. When, uh, because it's, uh, it's inversion, it's blasphemy of the actual true gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know, did when David Ike's getting all this information, these downloads, you know, he's automatic writing and channeling. Well, that's what he's saying it is, is prophecy when in reality it's just divination and Luciferianism, you know. So, wow, that's incredible, right? So, this still, so you're right. So, I didn't know until you said it. Saint Germain is another name for Rikorsky, so that's this guy. The Count claimed to be a son of Francis Rakowski, Rakowski, Prince of Transylvania. Right. So this is like a guy who became a, like an ascended master, right? Was well, he's just he's historical, but but then again, there's also a mythos around him too. And we really don't know how much is historical and how much is mythos. But we do know that the theosophist, Ronald Wilson Reagan, was a theosophist. Uh he literally wrote and not wrote, he literally gave the speech that um St. Germain appeared to the founding fathers and speared them in, in, in a righteous speech to sign the Constitution of the United States of America. So Ronald Reagan believed in that. All right. And he said it himself. OK, he used to give this speech all the time. OK. And actually, if you look at the back of the two dollar bill, theosophists swear up and down that St. Germain's on the back of two dollar bill. All oh, right. Wow. His spirit. Yes. Now, I don't think it is, but that's what they say. That's the mythos. OK. And so, you know, they you know, they believe that St. Germain played a essential factor or central role in in uh, the the United the founding of the United States of America. OK. Wow. And so like Ronald Reagan is a theosophist. I've done streams on it through and through theosophist. OK. Um and um, it, it's just, it's just crazy. Like the the people that what people don't know about the history of this country, um, and who people like you know chose to um, align themselves with. You know, we know that Hitler and the Nazis and the Thule Society and Himmler borrowed a lot from Theosophy, right? Obviously, they incorporated it into their belief systems, um, but. So did a lot of uh, presidents and leaders within the United States of America, too. Like I mentioned, Guy and Julie, Judy Ballard, 
which was the I am cult, which was very big during the 1930s and 40s, which was very pro Hitler. Um, you know, right. they they had a very strong stronghold in the United States of America during World War II. Uh, you know, and look, I, I'm not, ex you know, some people I'm not excusing, you know, the crimes that the allied powers did during World War II. You know, the Axis powers did numerous crimes against humanity, too, as well. Like, I'm not saying, you know, you know, I, both sides were extremely, you know, corrupt. I mean, Stalin went on to kill, you know untold amount of people you know and so you know hitler was evil stalin was evil and you know and and, and um uh franklin d roosevelt and, and was evil you know and so all the all the ideologies of the elite always continue to propagate itself and you're seeing it right now again through flynn who might who literally told elizabeth claire prophet's prayer who borrowed it from jo Guy and Ju Ju Judy Ballard, which gets you a strong sense of of nationalism, right? Ba based in spiritualism. I did a show on Manly P. Hall. He was Hall was also close to Reagan, so Reagan was around all that stuff. His wife was a total New Age. I think believed in like you know talking to psychics and stuff like that, which would fit into this. This is all pro-psychic. But here it is. Count in Theosophy. Count St. Germain, also sometimes referred to as Master Rakosi, Rakosi, or Master R, is a legendary spiritual master of the ancient wisdom of various theosophical and post-theosophical teachings, said to be responsible for the new age culture of the new age of Aquarius and identified with the Count St. Germain. So that's it. And I he mean, appeared to all these people. Eddie, yeah. uh, Annie Besant, Leadbeater, Lewis, Edgar Casey, Ballard, all these. You know. Well, well, um, uh, Manly Palmer Hall, I found a speech he put of called "Animals in the Plan," where pretty much it's worshiping animals and putting them above humans. And he's got a book that I bought called "Children in the Plan," which I haven't gotten yet, but I'm going to read where he talks about children's role in the plan. Wow! Wow! So they're all just involved in the plan. It's crazy. They talk about it. Another interesting book in the externalization is like they literally mention subhuman kingdom. So you're yeah. just seeing this these ideas of Nazism like just permeate this whole thing in the 30s, you know. And it like she's talking about, yeah, it's everywhere. It's all over. And Bailey's like, oh, there's great changes in the world right now. The political scene is changing. Like she's trying to get an end to bring in her new world order. <clears throat> Which right here she says, the internal consolidation is now being somewhat loosened. If I may use such an inadequate expression, and a majority of the members of the hierarchy are withdrawing, their close attention from reception of impression from Shambhala are now orienting themselves in an entirely new, dedicated manner to the fourth kingdom in nature. So they withdraw themselves, and then she discusses from the Black Lodge because they're the Great White Lodge, okay, the 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 seated masters and, and the and the world servers. Okay, the ones that bring in the, through the Great Awakening, the New World Order, she says, which is externalization of the center of the cosmic evil on Earth. Just as the White Lodge is represented or corresponded to the cosmic center of light upon Sirius, the true Great White Lodge, you have the Great White Brotherhood too, as well, too, right? So the Black Lodge is also representative of ancient and cosmic evil. The Black Lodge is also far more advanced in externalization than the White Lodge. Obviously, you see, you see the you see the machinations and the crimes and the outward appearance of the of the current world order and how it's being laid bare to the world right now right that's what the externalization of the hierarchy is is the crimes of the current world order being laid bare and then all of a sudden the true behind the scenes white hats the light workers show themselves known as the hierarchy to the world okay and she's literally writing it here all right i mean it's take i mean the QAnon operation is literally saying this today i mean it's literally the cabal versus the white hats okay like there's no, it's no incredible. Other way looking at it People um, just eat that up, man. I have arguments all the time. Like, if they never come to the surface, I don't have them as a show or an episode. But people are sending me, like, Q's true. Here's the proof. Come on. This is it. They're, people definitely believe the White Hats are operating. It's really incredible. Like, and they're out there because I see the people sending me stuff or, like, sending they're like, on other podcasts or stuff like that. So it's uh, it's very sinister. I think that's kind of like something that typifies the loosest trust or these mm -hmm. people, Bailey. And it's like they have this kind of external, like angel of light, just like you said, you know, 
it's like, oh yeah, this is all in your best interest, but it's just totally bad news. And then they brought in, like they're talking about full moons there was in this thing. The word sounds simple, she says, but the forces of light is the name for certain new powers which are being invoked by the hierarchy at this time, whose potencies can be brought into great activity at the May full moon if due effort is made. That's like a witch. <laughs> like, yeah. Stone Cold Witch. And the other interesting thing is they meant, I just learned this talking to Chris Taylor uh, about uh, Operation Warp Speed and this thing, Anta Kahar, Anta Karana. I didn't even know what that was. Hmm. But they mention it here in this book, too. So I've like popped into this. Do you know what the Anta Karana is? Not offhand, no. It's some kind of like thing where it's like it comes out of Hinduism, which fits into all the stuff, but it's like a world mind. And it literally, the Operation Warp Speed has an anti-Karana symbol in Operation Warp Speed. Like they had, a, like they're going to solidify the world mind. Like it's a fully occult symbol. Huh. I'll pull it up. But here's it's it's a it's from a sequence in this book. Group four can attempt to aid in the building of the world anti-Karana, working of course in group formation. They can do this. They can do if they divorce themselves as individuals from all separative ideas. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Let me see if I can pull this up for you. And then I got something for you too, where um, she writes, I've made this practical application, this immediate illustration of teaching and it glamour illusion in Maya because the whole world problem has reached a crisis today. And because it's clarification will be the outstanding theme of all progress, educational, religious, and economic until 2025. So she starts talking about the externalization of the hierarchy. She goes, this is a great new movement is proceeding. A tremendously increased interplay and interaction has taken place. This will go on until 80, 2025 during the years intervening between now and then very great changes will be seen taking place. And at the great assembly of the hierarchy held it, it usually every century in 2025, the date in all probability was set for the first stage of the externalization of the hierarchy. And right now, the present stage is technically called the stage of the forerunner. It's preparatory in nature, testing its methods and intending to be revelatory in its techniques and results. You can see, therefore, the Chowans, the masters, initiates, the world disciples, disciples and aspirants affiliated with the hierarchy all this time passing through a cycle of great activity. So there's a lot of work to, 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 to make the plan come into fruition. So, Wow, crazy. This is the symbol of Operation Warp Speed. This is right off of their website. And that weird kind of sound, like three-pronged Nazi symbol, that's mm -hmm. the Antikorana. So they, they show the COVID-19, which uh, I forgot 19 is, has some numerological significance, and then the Antikorana is right behind it. So, so do, you think, do you think COVID was kind of like the way of, it was like kind of like an accelerator to bring, yeah. you know, to bring to where we are because it was kind of like a tipping point where we went, we went from um, not thinking really anything would happen. Like it, it, like it's like the point where things started really accelerating. Uh, I mean, people might disagree with me with that, but it was kind of like a change. It was a major changing point. And I would say it's probably even greater than nine 11. I think you're right. I think it's greater than 9-11. They killed more people. I mean, the global estimates are somewhere between 30 and 40 million from the shot itself outside of like the, I think it was really a bioweapon that they Me deliberately too. released. So um, it had some kind of spike protein, not spike protein. It was the uh, fur and cleavage site, right? Which were they added to it and uh, made it more toxic. But the real devastating agent is the bioweapon that they put in the whatever's in the shot. So, so it's eventually going to show the corruption of the FDA and, and uh, Big Pharma. And to me, it's writ large. Like, it's totally obvious. These are all child killers. They're mass murderers. Absolutely. Yep. And they're doing that. That brings the externalization of the hierarchy because you have the old world order, you know, exposed, but now they're going to bring in their med beds and yes. their advanced, you know, medical technologies or, you know, that Alex Jones is harping on every, like, show chance he gets you know you just gotta take the mark for it, william you just gotta take the mark and yeah. you know and you'll be healed so don't worry about it yeah some of the, all those passports and all that stuff and all your history it's form of a mark it's it's acclimating you to this new system the new order system so i think that that was the plan and i think it was part of the uh 2030 plan right so i think the part of the great reset this is all planned by them they knew it all and they benefited off it because they knew what they were doing right they've been researching these things in the kind of uh crispering viruses for 10 years at least so they 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 were studying a lot of that stuff was studied the reason it was moved to wuhan is because gain of function was illegal here so they sent it over there 
And then I think they all benefited. All the people at the top who knew what was going on. Fauci made three hundred million or some crazy number. I mean, that's above board. I don't know how he was, how he was paid secretly, but uh, I mean, I didn't know. But uh, I wouldn't take. I would never take another syringe in my body ever. I don't, no. I don't even have them draw blood. I don't even know if I wanted to draw blood. <laughs> you, can't, you can't trust what's in them. You don't even know what's in them. Oh, I know. Really I know. Blood. So you know all that stuff. But yeah. So I think it's part of this whole. Uh, externalization of the hierarchy stuff but um yeah i mean i mean what's your over under okay so if it if it is like a theory of, of the grand unified theory of the great awakening and that this plays into the events of revelation where you have the beast and the heartlet and the you know the beast devours the heartlet so the antichrist destroys the old world order which i think will be seated in jerusalem okay so if that's the case then you know, and it ushers in a new world order. Is the new world order going to be what they've written about, you know, for so long where to take the mark, you're giving these quote unquote advanced technologies that they channeled from the fallen angels and you're giving, you know, um, through the Nassara Gassara financial reset, you're giving, you know, maybe not infinite money, but a good amount of money to live out to your heart's desire, whatever you want to do. Like we're all, we're all told in the conspiracy culture for many years by many new agers that, um, you know, that, that, that the, the, uh, new world order was going to be complete totalitarianism, uh, to everyone, you know, that's under it, but that's the great reset. That's what's going on right now. That's the current world order that's existed for a very long time. Um, and so, you know, the Bible states that the new world order or the beast system um, is going to be, you know, mostly persecuting, for the most part, Christians that don't go along with the Antichrist's plan. Um, and even Barbara Hubbard talks about that. Right. And, and, and even Alice Bailey does to a certain extent, you know, that they're going to many of the new agers you know, discuss that, you know, the, 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 some of them will say, well, the earth is just going to shake off the people that don't ascend. Okay. We're, you know, we're bummers. Hubbard's like, we're going to kill them. Okay. So like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. to me, that seems like, I mean, I hate to say it, but if that theory is true, then the stuff that's in the QAnon operation, which is the plan, which has been ex in existence for greater than a hundred years, as crazy as that sounds, you're, going to see it yeah. and it's going to be a part of the new world order it's probably the plan undergirds the great reset and all that stuff from the wef and all that stuff and the united nations it's the philosophy right mm -hmm. so they want to have a plan so they can institute and you see that through the externalization externalization of the hierarchy like the getting everybody into place everybody's going to be trained there's going to be different people and we're going to do this and we're going to have a different government you know, they, she talks about a government recognized by a recognized spiritual hierarchy. Mm -hmm. like, that's like literally like some kind of, you know, thing that's going to be inspired by their stuff, like a spiritual body. So, And they talk about infiltrating churches, right? Infiltrating uh, governmental positions, right? They talk about, you know, these 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 world world, world servers going into churches and making them less dogmatic. <laughs> the emerging church, right? The new apostolic yeah. reformation, right? Uh, you know, and so, you know, they're putting occultists into churches with the new apostolic reformation and the emerging churches, they're putting in liberalism and progressivism into the churches. Right. And she says that's literally how it would work because they couldn't go in. You couldn't enter into a church and say, you know, lay out the plan to people in the church. They're going to be like, I don't want to have any part of this. What are you talking about? We're Christians. We're supposed to, you know, separate ourselves from the world and separate our, you know, you reject the Antichrist in the New World Order. But how she claimed that they were going to do it was send the men one by one and have them start, in, in you know, injecting into the churches through various sects different parts of the plan. And in doing so, would destabilize the church, allowing the externalization of the hierarchy to happen. And I hate to say it, it looks like it happened. Yeah, I think it's already happened. I think it's already happened. I mean, I think that the the I've moved to calling it a pride flag. I'm going to call it the F God flag. The fact that it's even up on the wall of any church is a triumph of these types mm -hmm, of ideas. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's it. Like you're, the church is a place where. You acquiesce to God's will, and that flag to me is like a huge center finger to God in heaven. 
Honestly, it's that bad because it supplanted all the other values. Mm -hmm. It supplanted the values of any Christian work, the Bible, um, even the na national flag. Like it's something, it's something Luciferian. It's like it has the same kind of philosophical sensibilities as the externalization of the, externalization of the hierarchy, right? I think of it in the same light as like this kind of Luciferian, oh, this is good. This is the highest moral. We're doing the right thing when it's the exact opposite. It's like totally sinister and demonic. Barbara Marks Hubbard would be proud or Alice yeah, Bailey would. would be proud. But I would even go as far as to say they'd be just as proud to see an American flag instead of some sort of Christian flag within a church, too, as well, because of Agreed. how much they guide patriotism and how much they make it as an idol. And look, I'm not saying that you can't have a certain amount of pride for your country. You know, I, I love, you know, the, the citizens that make up this country and are very grateful. You know, my family's been here for hundreds of years to be an American citizen, but I'm a Christian first, American citizen second. And so you see a lot within the externalization of hierarchy, you see a lot with Barbara Marks Hubbard and how they, especially Barbara Marks Hubbard, she idolizes the founding fathers. She talks about how they put the plan into fruition in 1776. She she blasphemically says, William, in her 1984 Democratic Vice President Convention speech that they made the word become flesh when they signed the Constitution of the United States of America. Wow. That's blasphemy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and so you, you see uh, a lot with these theosophical cults. You see them talk about, it's almost like they push hypernationalism as a way to get hyperglobalism, hyper one world government. You know, yeah. so they're pushing hypernationalism in one side, but they're really using it as, as a way to counterbalance to bring in hyperglobalism, which is a one world government. Because you have Flynn, who's up there, you know, Channel Elizabeth Carr Prophet, where all intents and purposes was a hyper nationalist patriot. Okay. But again, the plan requires a one world government. So what is going you can't you can't have both. it requires a great awakening, their version yes. of a great awakening, right? So it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's totally crazy. It's unbelievable to see it right in front of your face. And people not kind of not seeing the the understructure or the sub rosa influence of this type of like thinking and not being warned by like a christian christian church like the i think the christian church in a very general sense has already been subverted yes like, i think i think in a very general i'm not i don't know specifically what some not every church per se right. Right. but as a whole they have subverted the major branches of whether it's you know it's, it's yeah. especially of so. protestantism uh you know they have their world servers in every branch. Um, and Custis Cumbie outed this and I've outed it. They have yoked up with the new age through the family and the fellowship. And they've done conferences with new agers, major evangelical, major doctrinal, you know, it doesn't matter if they're Calvinist. It doesn't matter if they're a free will Baptist. It doesn't matter if they're Presbyterian. It doesn't matter, you know, if this is CS Lewis Institute or Billy Graham, they were going to meetings and yoking up with the New Agers since the 1970s. Yeah, wow. As far back as I've tracked it, it's probably back further than that. Right. And there's always been that attempt, like the Rockefellers, didn't they have the Council of Churches that, mm -hmm. that subverted mm -hmm. stuff? Like, So that always subversion of the church has been there from the beginning, right? 2,000 years, like... There's always somebody bringing in some false doctrine, Gnosticism or something. And they know they couldn't openly do it. They had to do it by putting their world server plants in. Right. Yeah. And they, I think she even talks about like seed groups in this. So the concept of like groups that you put in, that you water and stuff like that. So the infiltration uh, aspect is definitely there in this book. Yeah. Very important book to read. Much more important than like my prior and all superficial knowledge like these yeah well, really really sinister. well once you read it you're like wow, wow. <laughs> you know like you're like because most um in conspiracy culture Agreed. i guess the last thing of new ager they say their sterilization of the hierarchy is the world order telling you it's going to do something before it does it so they can wipe their karma away but we know that's not biblical and if you read the sterilization of the hierarchy that's not what it means at all they are hiding the plan they are hiding all of this in the hope that they can show the hierarchy and so that the Great Awakening can happen and so that they can't come to fruition. Okay? Like, it's it's ridiculous 
how everybody in, in, in conspiracy culture, for the most part, is like, well, when you hear the, the term externalization of the hierarchy, you're, you're told, well, the elite show you so that they can wash their karma. Well, it's not that at all. They're showing the old world order so the new guard can take over the new world order. And the Who yeah. song, new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah, All right. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, that's exactly what it is, William. Totally agree. 100%. Very important for Christians to realize this, this whole book, Bailey and stuff like that. Like, Because the UN is, is growing in power, and there's just always called for the UN as this problem solver, the culture. And total, I mean, they've, I think there was something that I saw, like they put out a handbook, like full on pedophilia, like they're promoting satanic Luciferian values. Like it's, and it's also a huge monolith, right? Like they yeah. knew what they were doing. The Rockefellers knew what they were doing, like all the monoliths and stuff like that. Like it's incredible. Sustainable development goals that they got going on right now. Well, and everything. And, uh, Lucius Trust um, had Bar Marks Hubbard talking about sustainable development goals in the mid 2010s, praising yeah, her for it's it. All it's all fake. It's all lies. Climate change is a lie. The vaccine mandates are a lie. It's all lies. There, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come up with John. I'm going to put together a New World Order dictionary and then the Christian definition. That's what I'm going to do. So, like, trans is actually not actually trans. It's a dude in a dress who said thinks he's a woman is mentally ill. Uh, vaccine is actually gene therapy. Uh, climate change is a scam to take all your money and grind you into slavery. Neo serfdom. Um, uh, asylum seeker is actually a warmongering male who's going to rape your the women and and suck off the state and drive you into total poverty. Um, like those, these are what the, everything that they say. The language that they use is all fake. It's all fake. All the New World Order language is just total lies. It is in a lot of ways, yes. Um, in the terminology that they do and what they try to prop up and and everything, and it, it, it's 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 tough because one of the main things is is through um, the externalization of the hierarchy, and one thing that Satan's trying to do is is as you know, the Bible says that in the days the love of many will wax cold. Um, you know, the evil being exposed to the world is to drive people into hatred and hatred and anger and fervor yeah. to make them run to the Antichrist and the beast system that shows itself as light to save them. And I think that's why we're seeing a lot of wickedness and a lot of cruelty being shown out there in the world today in various you know, uh, ways. And in doing so, you know, and especially, you know, it being on social media, being everywhere, you know, for people to, to see, to be outraged against, to be angry. You know, Alex Jones screaming in your face until he turns bright red that they're going to, you know, kill you and rape your family and all that to get you in a state of fear um, so that you don't trust in God. Or if, if you're not a believer that you, you and it interferes your ability by putting a stumble and block in front of you of being able to... Uh, you know, uh, believe and have faith in God, uh, you know, and, and, and a lot, I think that plays a lot in Satan's, you know, definitely, you know, succeeding in this. Um, and, uh, and, you know, God is ultimately in control and is going to is going to use, you know, whatever uh, occurs of this for his perfect will. But it, it's just it's just the way to see it unfold like this. And as Christians, we have to separate ourselves and realize that we're supposed to love our enemy. We're supposed to pray for our enemy. Uh, you know, we're supposed to, of course, call out blatant sin and evil. But at the same time, you know, we're supposed to not fall for the trap that Satan has to get us to look. I'm not, you know, saying that, you know, I don't find what's happening in the world with, you know, um, you know, the LGBT plus movement um, or, you um, you know, uh, abortion or, you know, th things that biblically I, I think are, are, are sinful that I don't find them a problem. I do, but you know, the way that Satan wants us to go about it because it's so in our face now at this point, you know, it's being revealed is to get us in the state of mind to be angry and to be hateful and to, and to not do what Christ commanded us to do which is, you know, is to love our neighbor as ourselves, but as well as to call out sin too as well. 
Um, and so it's, 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 it's a tough balancing act. I'm not saying I get it right all the time, but I think it's playing a role into the coming transition from the old world order to the new world order. The externalization of the hierarchy is because, you know, Christians are going to be persecuted in the end times that for sure is going to happen. And, and, you know, the, the, the side that, that, that seems to, to be championing for the cause, you know, I think in a lot of ways, they're both going to do what thou wilt and allow a lot of things to go on that would go be against the biblical perspective. But I think that there's going to be a lot of, you know, purges that happen even to people who aren't Christian as well to some degree, at least at the beginning, we'll see, you know, and so especially when you have the changing of the guard. Right. Um, And so it's just, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but I do know that Satan definitely, wants believers to handicap them through a stumbling block to get them angry and full of hate and wants people on both sides, whether they're against certain agendas that are current in the current world order or for certain agendas that are uh, in the current world order, wants them full of hate and anger and division towards each other too as well uh, to ultimately to bring this to fruition. Um, And we're seeing it. I mean, Everybody is at each other's throats right now at a level that I don't, I mean, I haven't been alive that long, but I, I certainly haven't seen it the 38 years I've lived on this planet. So it's only going to get worse, right? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I think you uh, are offering a very important warning to people to not get cut off. It's or I, to, I always think of order out of chaos, right? So this is like a chaos and they're going to have a solution for everything, right? But it's going to be the Luciferian masonic externalization of the hierarchy solution not that not until the lord returns i think that's really it well as bailey writes about it right she talks about light and dark and we know within god there is no darkness there's only light so you like you have exactly like you said the masonic black and white duality of good versus evil right sure do yeah i mean well we were going to talk about you know the abramovich family but we'll do it for another show there's a lot to talk about yes there's a lot to talk about in this whole thing because these types of things are really happening. The UN is just going to try to aggregate more and more power. And uh, I just saw Bill Gates with that weird kind of circular flag, the multicolored rainbow circle in front of the uh, in front of the UN building in New York, like he was promoting it like it was a good thing or something like that. So. And Barbara Mars Harvard will of co-creation is the same exact will for what you're talking about. The United Nations Sustainable Goal will is one of the same. And I have a, a video of her in this talk that she did called Awaken in 2014, where she's like they're doing like projecting all these things during her speech onto her. And one of those is that will of co-creation. It looks exactly like the United Nations Sustainable Goal will. People need to keep their, you know, lamps lit and watch out. There's a lot of deception out there. Yeah, and they need to. People need to start looking at the UN more. Uh, You know, look, I'm not saying the World Economic Forum isn't important to look at Klaus Schwab, but people really need to watch what the United Nations are doing because there's not enough people watching them anymore. Well, maybe that'll be our next show, John. Where can people find you? Uh, I know you're doing a lot of work, a lot of research. Talk to a lot of people I've talked to. Um, yeah, um, you can find me. Uh, um, we've read the documents on Odyssey. We've read the documents on Patreon, on Substack. Uh, uh, we've underscore read on Twitter. Um, you know, and uh, definitely thank you for having me on, William. It's, it's been a pleasure as always. And hopefully, we, we got more shows in the future. I'm going to have you on to discuss your, your recent Smiley Face Killers book, uh, which I'm very excited about that. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm also a proud Patreon of yours as well. I want to make sure to, 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 to push your Patreon as, uh, as well too. If anybody out there donate to William and thank you for having me on anytime. My pleasure. And I'll also be uploading all of my movies to Patreon. So if, if you become a member, you can just watch all five of my current documentaries on there for free. Uh, so that'll be upcoming. I just, they just added that feature. So that's pretty cool. And then if people want to reach out to you, John, is your uh you're on Twitter? They can find you on Twitter. Mm, we've underscore read on Twitter. Twitter. We read the documents at protonmail.com. Awesome. And it's John Brisson of We Read the Documents. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, boy. All right, take care. God bless. Stay there. God bless.